In a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. I, I was dubious this time around because I'm like, I don't think I've got anything to talk about. Well, and then uh, turns out Tony Hawk's and Scott Pilgrim's all it takes. Yeah, there's your hour. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast with your most fantabulous host, Reginaldo III. And your less fantabulous host, Dan. Dan, the, the, you are... The only. You Dan, are the, the one and only. The most fantabulous co-host I could ever dream of. It's a good job, because I'm the only one. Are you the only one? So, just quickly going off topic straight away. Okay, um, so I've already we'll, mentioned yeah. something that's made your head go... Oh, I need to talk about that. So, you know how 2020 was was a bit pants and they had lots of really hard decisions that people had to make and whatnot? Well, on Twitter at the beginning of January, um, the Bare Naked Ladies um, like fan page thing has started doing a Gordon elimination Okay, but you, you vote for your favourite song, yeah. So you, well, you vote for the your least favourite, okay. which one you want to get eliminated, um, and you keep dropping through. And it's that, that genuinely is so fucking hard. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I just I don't understand how so many people were like, yeah, get rid of what, uh, what, what a good boy. And I was like, um... No, like what a good boy is like the second best bare naked lady song, and then people are like yeah, but the album version's rubbish compared to the rock spectacle version, and I'm like, yeah, the rock spectacle version is good, but you can't get rid of it. Like I won't allow it. You just can't, and it's been so like heartbreaking watching some of my favorite songs get eliminated like straight away, and I'm like, wow, like this is just a really really tough tough call. And it's just like, yeah, just, you know, when I thought 2021 was going to get a lot better, turns out it starts off quite harsh. <laughs> um, yeah. And while I was on Twitter having a mooch around just then, you know, someone is actually playing uh, Pokemon Red on their um, on their Twitter feed. So their, their Twitter profile picture is a day, every 15 seconds get replaced with whatever the the most commented selection of button choices. And he's literally just playing uh, Pokemon Red that way through, so people can can play his game for him. And he's just going to do it. So every fifteen seconds, he looks at his comment feed, and it says like right, left, or attack, or whatever it is if he's in a battle. Um, and it just it just seems like a really really fucking bizarre thing to do. But like I know they did the Twitch plays Pokemon, and that seemed quite insane. But this guy was just like, yeah, I'm going to beat that. Um, what's his name? Constantin Leotard. Um, is his name if you fancy like jumping on board his twitter profile name is at screen shakes and at the minute he is currently running through a field i don't understand how these these things work because it's you know okay there's this they did that twitch plays like you said and they did um the one with the fish and stuff where it swims into into certain sectors of his fish tank and it it activates a certain button but Mm. like 
I could play a game like that and I could very easily lose and I know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. So how does a, a random factor of, you know, a thousand people on Twitter saying left, right, up, up, down, down, round, right, 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 attack. How, like, how, how does that work? How do you get anywhere? I don't know. Well, at the minute, he's he's losing drastically from the look of it. Yeah, I um, apparently he's had to re- keep restarting it. Um, right. But he just sits on his Twitter feed and just uh, gets the most commented uh, comment. And he's like, right, that's what I'm going to do then. It just seems utterly ridiculous. Um, it does. But it's already got thirty-six and a half thousand comments. Very popular, um, you know, more popular than us. So, who are we to comment, Reg? I know, right? I think we need to. Um, I think we need to create something like this. Yeah, okay. I, I could do a Twitter play Shenmue. I mean, that, that absolutely. I don't see why not. That would that would get a little bit of interest for the beginning, I think. And it would be so hard because, like, at least. The Game Boy games is literally just like you know you press up and it moves up a couple of tiles, whereas Shemu like up. <laughs> I'm like, right, okay, and I take like yeah. half a foot step, and I'm like, um, right, this is because someone would have to set up a Twitter bot, which was just um, every like 15 seconds it just tweeted the press the run button. Yeah, <laughs> just just to make sure it moves along a little bit. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just completely went off off one on that. Um, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not too bad. I've uh, I have been thoroughly engrossed in um, my reliving my teenage years over the past two days. That's right, Reg. I've been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Finally, nice. welcome to the Nerdy Podcast, where we talk about games that came out months ago. Which is actually better than our usual years ago, which is usually <laughs> what I talk about. Although technically these did come out years ago. Yeah, yeah, you weren't really selling that one, mate. To be honest. No, exactly. <laughs> but it's uh, it's just it's it's bizarre. Even just like the music, like the game starts and it starts playing a little video of um of Tony Hawk skating around, you know, like, and then suddenly the drums kick and the guitar kick in for uh, Rage Against Machine Gorilla Radio, and I was like immediately immediately back playing it on the dreamcast yes i played it on the dreamcast not the playstation one i think i had one and two on the dreamcast and then i got through then i got 2x in the states for the xbox that never came out over here and then i got three and four and underground one and underground two and american wasteland and i think that's where i called it a day but yeah Played a lot of Tony Hawk's in my day. You did. It was always the one game I was terrified of playing you against. <laughs> we had a, a a video, didn't we, where we did Underground on the we played it on the yeah. 360, I think. We yeah. did. That was we fun. Did, you made Frank Bunty. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the, I did. The thing I loved about it back in the day was being being quite good at it. I'm not going to say really good because I'm sure there are people out there who are just amazing. But being pretty good um, to the point where I could quite nicely complete everything. You know, I could get every collectible. I could, you know, get finish the word skate in every level. I could do all the tricks it wants you to do over these gaps and grind on top of a police car. All, all that sort of stuff with no problems. 
you know, and I could 100% the game because this was before um, achievements were a thing. Yeah, like how annoying is that? Like all the games that we are literally like fantastic at mm. or great at because we spent our like youth doing it. Yeah, there's no way to say like we. I, I could say to Oliver when he's older, he's like, <laughs> "Oh, mate, yeah. Mario." Here, yeah, I was like, I literally, I, I completed that one time in like three minutes because I'm fucking elite. And it was like you, you know, I stomped like a thousand Goombas on like mission two, and you didn't even know that was possible. If someone said that these days, I'd be like, oh, really? I'm just going to check your, uh, your game score. <laughs> All right, well, it turns out you don't have the achievement for doing that. I see. I Whereas see. back in the day, I can say whatever I want to say and get away with it because there's no proof I didn't, which is mm. just which is just weird, apart from pride. But pride will be like, honestly, I'll, I'll prove it. Look, stick it on. <laughs> yeah, true. It's not for it. And then the reflexes of that awful now that I'd be like, oh, like I didn't realize how bad my re- like, my reflexes had become until I played Shenmue again and the, the re release. <laughs> and like, the do, events and yeah, yeah. Do, doing like the QTEs. And I was like, just struggling to get to it on time. And I was like, oh my God, like this is not good. Like I'm getting old now. <laughs> you know, just... one of my all time favorite bits in Shenmue though comes from a failed quick time event um and well i'll say one of my all-time favorite bits in three because it made me audibly laugh out loud you know um in chamber three you're running through the uh the shopping district um i think you're chasing after someone and there's a girl who's is she on top of a ladder or something like that <laughs> yeah she's climbed up the ladder and then the, one of the guys goes to kick it out of the way and you can catch her that's your quick time event to catch her and that'll get you that, that'll mean you'll complete this bit a bit faster but if you miss her she literally does a an iron man superhero landing on the pavement and i remember getting it the first time i'm going fewer i saved her and the second time after i failed later on running through and i missed it and i was like oh no the girl's gonna die oh no she's not dead she's iron man <laughs> great it's, it's just a, a little thing like that i really liked yeah. but but yeah I, I i knew that i'd got everything on all the old Tony Hawk games. That was that was great. That was a really good feeling. But the age we're living in now, like to get everything and not even just achievements, just to 100% the game. Like I th- I've, I've, I've done every level on Tony Hawk's one now. I got it yesterday, by the way. So uh, yeah, played it quite a lot. Christ. Um, <laughs> it's not that big. It's, it's you know, it's, it's, but it's still. Pretty- yeah, it's that it's fairly a... short, and as long as you, you you know where to put your your stat points, you can you know you can you can get further a lot quicker. Mate, I it I think it took me about six months to beat Tony Hawk's one when oh. I uh, when I got it. I'm I'm well, you see me play it. <laughs> Fair like, I am not okay. good at it. I love it. I genuinely love Tony Hawk's the, the series. Yeah. I think the phenomenal games, and I really enjoy playing them. But I'm just awful at them. Fair but, enough. They are just so much fun to play, which is really, why really is. And uh, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting into two because two was was the one that started. It. Yeah, it's the I daddy in it too. Like, yeah, I I never I I didn't have the first one when it came out, and I I don't I never played it um, until well after getting number two. And I had a, a demo of number two on the PC, and I played it. So this was with a keyboard as well. I didn't even have a keyboard. wow. I couldn't imagine playing Tony Hawk's with a keyboard, man. No, but but I did, and um, and I got it, and I played it, and this one level I played over and over and over again until I found all these 
ridiculous little tricks to get loads of points and i was like wow this is great and then i eventually got something i could play it on i didn't want to buy it on the pc um because yeah like you say keys um and then i got a dreamcast i was i was told to get i was going to get a ps1 and i got told out of buying a ps1 and told to get a dreamcast because i was a gamer and a gamer would appreciate a dreamcast and i was like all right that's what i'll do and I never look back but anyway my point is one of the best decisions um, you've ever made You've not only got to get like you know every level you've got to you've got to spell skate you've got to collect the five collectibles you've got to get certain scores you've got to get a certain combo and you know things like that but there are you know all the like the gaps so you've got like okay the gap between this ramp and this ramp the mm. the, the roof gap the, the the taxi gap and none of them are pointed out to say this is where that is so you've got about twenty to thirty on each level so to just the, the amount of time it's going to take to go through every level I, to, to find all that. I don't think I've got the patience, but I'm quite happy that I've at least 100%ed the tasks. Nice. But it does a lot to do. And if I, it's, I'm never going to get platinum. To be fair, I don't get platinum anyway. I play, I now play games on um, not the absolute lowest difficulty, like when they go the story difficulty where there's no combat, we'll just get you through a story. I, I just play stuff on easy now. Purely because I, I want to play it and experience the game and the story and get through it. I don't want to. I don't want to just get stuck. I don't want the challenge. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's still you, there's still challenging it. Like Mass Effect Andromeda, <laughs> like there was still plenty of. T- I mean, I don't, I probably can't remember the amount that my character died, but uh, not including falling off cliffs and stuff, like actually getting shot and dying, but. It still felt, you know, it didn't feel like I was just like, you know, oh, baddie, one shot dead. It was still, it still had the challenge to it, but it was just nice to be able to get through it without getting stuck on bits. <laughs> I love the fact that I'm like, you know, I've got a kid, hardly got any time now. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to drop difficulty down, so I'll start playing games on medium. And you're right. just like, yeah, I'm just, you know, well, I, I, I can't be asked. I'm gonna go easy mode. I tried. <laughs> I tried doing, I, I generally, if I ever replayed a game, I would put it up, you know, like New Game Plus type stuff. I would put it up to the hard difficulty, but I would just leave it on normal or medium. And I'm quite happy with that. That is how it's supposed to be. Anything past that, you know, you, you've got to have a lot of experience with it or with certain types of games. Um, so, yeah, that was always the next step up if I needed to. But uh, most of the time I would, I would be more interested in, I don't know. I suppose getting through and not getting completely, completely, completely stuck at a bit. The one game I tried to do that I, I, I remember. I think you lent me Bioshock um, one, and and uh, I remember playing that. And it was around a time when I had very, very, very little to do in my life, um, much like now. But but back then I was I was like, do you know what? I'm going to start playing games. Uh, you know, on the, the the higher difficulty on like hard, not an insane or anything, but on hard because I I just wanna I wanna really feel like I've accomplished something. What a game to start it on, Chris. <laughs> yeah, well, I started I, st- I started it and I got to the second sort. I think it's like the the docks or something like that. Um, but the the second section anyway, and I got to there, and and I called it a day, and I don't think I went back to it until about three months ago when I started it again because it was on PlayStation Plus, and I played it on easy, and I completed it, and I'm quite happy that I finished it. Nice. So, but anywho, I, I was I was 
sort of playing around with Tony Hawk's, um, and obviously part part of the fun is creating your own character, isn't it? And I know yeah. you always go for like completely crazy looking uh, Frank Bunty, you know. Well, let, let's let's give the guy the weirdest, longest arms possible. Let's make <laughs> him super skinny, but with a massive shoulders, huge Chun-Li thighs, green and pink hair, mohawk, dreadlocks, whatever you can give him. I miss Frank um, Bunty. Yeah, I, I was always the opposite. I always make, a, you know, as close to me as I can. And I was designing me. And the annoying thing is you, you can't put glasses on a on a person, which is a bit annoying. Eh? Uh, so it's, yeah, there's no glasses. And it's not even like there are some that you can unlock later on. There's just, you know, there's no I glasses. Swore, so, I could have swore there used to be at least some There, there might have been, but it's yeah. it's been rebuilt from the ground up. It has been yeah. totally rebuilt. They've just used the sort of i guess the Mental. apps and stuff so um yeah there's none of that so you know, that's already it's not quite looking like me you can put a bit of stubble on the character um but yeah yeah but no but then no glasses you can't do a you can do a total total skinhead like totally bald but that just doesn't look right i i have a bit of hair i have a you know a, a, a one and a half or whatever or two but you can't mm. do that other than having a little mohawk like a tiny little mohawk. You can have a big one, but you can have a little one. So I put a little one on, and then I'm uh, not quite there. Put a baseball cap on so that covered the hair, and I'm starting to get there now. And Shell was watching me do it, and she said, your character just looks like uh, an old person who's trying to be down with the kids. And you're like, ah, got, like, yes. Put, it, it, <laughs> I, look, I look like, I suppose, the, the me version of... Um, Deeper semi in um <laughs> Mr. Deeds or is it's one of the Adam Sandler films, isn't it? Where yeah. He's, where he's like, hey, hey, you know, hey children, or whatever it is. That meme. Amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently. But now I've unlocked a few extra things and I've got a better hat now, we've got better shoes and stuff. It says, Alright, now you don't now you look a bit a bit younger and a bit more like you're supposed to be skating. Excellent. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. Good like 20, 28 quid it's a uh, it's it's going to give me a lot of time out of that 28 quid and that's before i've even got into the uh even trying it online or without even uh doing the design of skate park things like that so yeah feels like i love to it love going and trying some of the people's like skate parks used to be on memory cards on the ps ps1 and the Dreamcast. yeah I know this is slightly off topic before we get onto something else I was going to segue to, but talking about trying other people's parks. Um, so Mario Maker, right, on the Switch. Mm. So I I was looking for some new 3DS games to play. I thought, oh, let's give Mario Maker a go. But apparently they've shut down all the servers, so that's it for that now. And oh. I heard that the one on the Switch wasn't necessarily as popular as the as they thought it was going to be and that has also got an end date now that they're going to shut that down oh really because that was going to be one of our um our purchases coming up yeah no it seems crazy maybe it's just that you can't upload your new ones but maybe all the old ones will still be there but um it just sounds sounds like a bizarre move but the first one on this because they've got super mario maker 2 yeah well mario maker 1 was on the ds and the when the wii u uh, ah right, okay, yeah, no, Mario it's fine. Maker so, Two is on so, the Switch. So the, yeah, so Mario Maker Two 
is still going to be all right with that. Still yeah. fully supporting Super Mario Maker 2, but the first one is a Nago. We shut down the level upload feature for Super Mario Maker 1, but Super Mario Maker 2, we're all yeah. right with. No, March the 31st is when um, the servers are shutting down for Super Mario Maker. Ah, uh, okay, for the first one. Fair enough. Yeah, the DS one apparently shut down long ago. Just just not worth getting now. Uh, um, that was one of the fun things, like Little Big Planet and that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. The amount of lifespan that the, these add is... Yeah, and something like Dreams as well. It's, it's the same thing. Oh, by days, um, Dreams and mm. Shenmue. Someone is making the Hazuki Legacy in Dreams. Brilliant. Um, and he started... Um, there's no bad guys in it yet. It's literally just you go through um, Dabuita and you literally have a look around, you know, Nose and stuff. Um, but it looks amazing. It's all in VR. He's literally done it with the headset, so he's making Shenmue VR. And I'm like, oh, my God. He said it's going to take him a lot longer to try and fathom how to put the AI in and actually make it like combat and stuff. But he's trying his best. Um, he's got a little Patreon and stuff set up, so if you want to actually help fund him his time so he can actually create it properly, you can do. But I watched a couple of his YouTube vids of the creation of it, and I was like, that that's amazing. Wow. Like, that is going to be so much fun. Um, so, yeah, so we might have to, to try and figure out a way I can play Dreams without having a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. It's, it, seems, it seems like so much effort. I can't, I can't see how they can make game creation so easy that you can come up with something that is as incredible as the stuff I've seen. Just I know, right? How amazing is some of the stuff that's been created yeah. in Dreams? It's like, so I, I, I've, I've mentioned now how much I enjoy playing Rollercoaster Tycoon. Yeah. On many occasions. And when I got my Mac, I just, and I didn't have a job, I felt like I just, I want to, I want to play another Rollercoaster Tycoon. But the only one that works on the Mac was, uh, I think it's called Classic. It was like oh. one, one and two sort of bundled into one. They re-released it a few years back. Um, but I started looking into Planet Coaster. And ever since I saw mm. about that game, I've been dying to play it. And it finally, finally, finally came out on the Mac in November. I didn't even realize. But fortunately, January sales came along and it was like six pounds. So... I, I grabbed it and it looks amazing and the you know the the scope of it is brilliant but there's something about the limitations of roller coaster tycoon even even number three where they went to 3d it still kept it to this really straightforward grid system it was just the original ones but you could move the camera anywhere you know to to say mm. this is where you can build it this these are the tiles it it sort of restricts you just enough to keep it fun without getting totally lost in it. I feel like Planet Coaster, I, I, I played the first level, and it, the, you literally can just do anything you like. Paths can yeah. go anywhere, you know, you can tilt tracks, it's not just like a set, you know, bank here, put a, a loop there, it's amazing. But it just, it almost like made my head hurt because I'm trying to think, right, what can I do here? Like I've literally got infinite possibilities. And it was almost too much. I'm sure the more I play it, the more I get used to it, it'll it'll start that's, to make a heck of a lot more sense. That's Maybe the that's issue I've got with it is, like. is the fact that like I I love some of the creations people are making mm. on it, and I've watched countless parks that people have created. Um, 
And like, like some guy's actually gone around and he's created the entire Walt Disney World. So you can just go around it all, do all the rides and stuff, and it looks amazing. People have created like the Alien film, like the franchise and stuff. Yeah. We've made all these parks dedicated to it and roller coasters dedicated to it. I'm like, this looks amazing. But I know if I got that, I would literally just sit and stare at the blank stage and be like, um, nope, and yeah. just turn it off. I'd love to be able to be that creative, but I just don't have that bone in my body. Like, Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, I think, was my cutoff. I was like, this yeah. is really fun. You can go underground and like do all that. And I was like, yeah, I can make this with the cheats from Limited Money and stuff. I can I can do this. This is awesome. Um, but then it hit a stage where I was like, I'm going to try and do it properly. Um, and the park would close down due to lack, lack, like, lack of funds after about six months. And I'm like, oh, I can't do this. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I'm not creative enough to try and rinse it and create the park the way it should be. But I love, love the fact that people are doing this. It's yeah, great. absolutely. I've watched. I, I back back before I could could play it. I was watching some YouTube channels that are just, well, a lot of them are all about theme parks, and they've a lot of them have jumped on that uh, as um you know streaming some gameplay. Had some yeah. they've made are incredible. Um, and there's like a there's a Back to the Future add-on that gives you some little sort of yes uh, you know no, there's no rides I don't think for that one but it gives you a or maybe there's one I think it's like a suit ride but um, yeah it gives you some Back to the Future assets there's a whole Ghostbusters pack which gives you loads of stuff which looks yeah. amazing how awesome um, is some yeah planet. but again it, I, I just I feel like I feel overwhelmed with like stepping into this. So I play. I've played. Like I say, I've done the first park, finished it, and went right. Okay, yeah, I'll get onto another one in a few days, and I've just not got back to it yet. But um, <laughs> you know, not to put the game down. Oh, it's it's amazing, but yeah, it's just a little bit overwhelming. Um, but yeah, do you know? Do you know what might be overwhelming? Uh, come March the twelfth this year, Reg. Uh, well, it's a week after my birthday, so I'm hoping. Okay. Oh, and I might actually be in the country this time. Yeah, we just watched, still won't be allowed to see you, but you'll be in the, <laughs> you'll be in the country. So you might yeah. as well be in Japan. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the overwhelming thought that, that um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition might actually be getting released on that day. So there'd be three ridiculously huge games uh, ahead of you to play. Which basically means that you won't be touching Planet Coaster anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you finish Sony Hawks. Yeah. The, uh, the Mass Effect. So so basically we can go back to just keep on talking about our old games for a very, yeah, very long time. Yeah, it's true. Very true. <laughs> it. But yeah, no, that's that's exciting finally after all this yeah, time. Yeah, but it's it's one of these, not an official um, release date. It's um it's a, a retail from Singapore based in Singapore. Um and they've yeah they've posted March twelfth, uh, and a professional looking advert, but nothing new. All they've done is just taken the box art that was you know sort of teased originally. So it's hard to say whether what they've got is 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 genuine or not. But we shall see. Yeah, I'd, I I can't see it being much later than that. To be fair. Because, you know, like at the end of the day, I know they're swapping engine and changing bits and pieces around to it, but, like, it's been in the works for, for years, hasn't it? That, that, oh, I'm sure. Know, be honest, so it's literally just a matter of time. Mm. It seems so, crazy that they've waited this long. I don't I don't understand the, the thought process, unless it is that they wanted to make sure they were working on 
on the the next the next gen. Yeah, of course it is, mate. That well, not, not even that. Yeah, you know, I suppose to work for it to work on the next gen, I meant that they would be working on the next game. But oh, right, yeah, okay. for it to, right. it's true yeah. for it to be working on the next. Gen. Yeah. So the these the, the new consoles got released, and every time a new one comes out. It's sort of, it feels like, right, you know, you can make the jump over to this now. There's very rarely is there any backwards compatibility. So it's like, here's your new games on, you know, and you just get full, full on into it and they're just full steam ahead on this. But this new generation with so much backwards compatibility and all these games that are like, well, it's not just that it plays on a new console. If you buy this version, you also get a PlayStation 5 upgrade, for example, or the Series X upgrade. Um, mm. it just It feels like a really weird, like, sort of soft launch of this new hardware. It doesn't feel like it's a, this brand new generation. It feels like, oh, here's, like, a, a, a Pro Plus version. Yeah, because if, if you notice as well that there's the marketing campaigns for the pair of them now are gone. Mm. <laughs> like at the beginning and it's like yeah yeah come pre-order this the future's here like this is yeah. going to be amazing and well, yeah, ever since then about, so what's the point well but... hopefully in three days time right uh, the next huge 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 wave of um shipment is coming into the uk all right um they've, they've stated that well, it's going to be worldwide but over here um they've said that they, they're aware they've severely disappointed fans and stuff um, but they're hoping come January the 14th. It originally it was going to be the 7th, mm. um, but due to um, I'm I'm guessing Brexit. <laughs> um, but due oh, to a lot of things, due to some issues, Brexit, yeah, in coming through into they getting the shipments over, um, they they had to put that, they had to push it back. So yeah. apparently it's um, it's going to be Jan the 14th. So hopefully come like this time next month. I don't think there's going to be any shortage anymore. I think you can literally just be able to pick one up the way it should be. And I reckon then you might see a, a downturn in games going, hey, we're like we're going to do a, a really nice graphical upgrade so you can play it on the PS5 and stuff. I think it's going to be like, literally, we're not releasing the PS4 version, just fucking play it on the PS5. Mm. <laughs> because it, it, it'll take a, a few, it will take a few months to do it. Like same with the PS3 and PS4 versions. You know, we always have yeah. like the HD upgrade and stuff to bring it over, or, you know, like the remastered edition or the complete edition coming out on the PS4 when it sells on the PS3. Um, so you're always going to have that coming across for the first sort of six, six months of this gen. But I completely agree with you. We've like, we bought um, Mike for Christmas, Watch Dogs Legion um, yeah. on, the, on the PS4 because he's got a PS5. And we're like, we can't afford a PS5 game for you. You know, me and Mark chipping in together to get him for Christmas and stuff. So we're like, yeah. we can't afford that. What we can do is we can afford a really cheap version. <laughs> yeah, get the, the PS4 sale, version, which you get you've got a the digital upgrade. The, yeah, so you've got the code so you can play a PS5 title, and it's enhanced even, the PS5. Even so, the, the boxes, and it, sounds really, it might sound really, you know, fickle and stupid, but it's like the PlayStation 5 boxes look exactly the same as the PlayStation 4 boxes, except it's a white stripe instead of a blue stripe. Yeah, but you know what? And I'm a sucker for that. I really okay. like that. It just doesn't, but that doesn't feel like, <laughs> like they look different enough. They're even, every every shop I've been in, I've seen they're all mixed in together. And, uh, and the Xbox boxes are, are worse. They literally are the same yeah. boxes. An Xbox 
box with a little black banner that says Series X and Xbox One on it. It even says, yeah, look, we work on both. So it's just, I don't know, it, it really, yeah, it really doesn't feel... It's this like family of, of consoles that I think Microsoft brought the idea that. in. That yeah. I, don't, I don't like it. No, because then you, you're almost you're losing out on it being this huge big deal of like, right, next generation, we're here. But it's not. It just feels like here's another version of the generation you're already in. Yeah, it's like I was chatting to, to Mike the other day, because, you know, on the last pod we were saying that he's completed like a million and one games mm. um, over the Christmas break. And I was like, no, you complete like the million and one games. And I was like, how are you finding the pad? And he was like, you know what? I completely forgot about the hat tip for most of it. And they're like, right, you're right. right. It's just it's like it does work. It does, but I'm so used to it now that it just feels like I've always had it. And I was like, oh. He was like, you just you get so used to it now. And he's like, and that's bad because I've only got about six games <laughs> for it. And he was like, but I think because I sit there and batter it for so long each game that my hands just get used to the and like just adjust to it. And he was like, so the sensation is no longer like, oh my god, this is amazing. He was like, mm-hmm. it's so. But it I mean, like, obviously yeah, you're gonna. Get, yes, it was like the, when it first when when you first got the roller pack on the N64, and it was a big deal at first. And then the more you use it, it just it becomes less less of a thing. But I, I, see, least... I, I still love that though. I still love the the rumble sensations in games like i don't think i'll ever get bored of that that sense especially like resi and stuff when you're, you're mm. playing it and your heartbeat is going through the thing and your pad's just going yeah you're like oh my god and it brings me into it more it's like tense i know it's there and i, I really embrace that they can learn people no, turn it off don't get me like, wrong i would i would miss it if it wasn't there but um you know it's it's, it's just yeah it's, it's become the norm the now isn't it yeah I, th- there's things that they did with the playstation 4 pad that just they just barely bother with you know i mean the the, the touch sensor um and the and the, the speaker as well like the speaker every i, I forget it's there and then yeah I every now you got a random game will just pop up into yeah, it but really annoying ones as well like we we've me, me and shell uh the, the games we we play together are pretty much the lego games we'll do co-op on lego games and we're going through lego harry potter at the minute and you'll be running around and you might be near I think like a collectible or something, and then suddenly, whichever pad is player one, even if it's player two that's closest to the item, that's that's triggering this thing, will start doing this little like this thing, and it's just, you know, it's just a game like that has gone. Oh look, we've got this technology, let's use it. But there's so many games that just ignore it. I know mm. there's plenty that go, okay, let's let's use it as your, I don't know, I can't remember the game. It might have even been with The Last of Us when you find um, the tape, like you, you find little tape players when you're running around, and when you press play on them, they play out of the the um, out of the speaker on the controller. Don't yeah, think I it think is Last of Us. Yeah, well, no, because I've not played that on on PlayStation Four. Oh, right. I mean, I'm sure there's a few games that do it. Huh? Yeah, there is, and it's the same as um, uh, I want to say. Uh, what game was that? I was, there was a game I was playing, and it's the radio chat that comes through. Yeah, um, exactly. On your pad, and I'm like, things like that. What, yeah, that? like that's really irritating. So I I get it, and I, I understand. Like they they really didn't use that, like to no. its full advantage, and you know hopefully they do because Mike was saying each game does have it, you know the use of it, mm. it's there, but I think he 
because he's just literally just smashed through like games, you know, nine hours a day, just sitting there, <laughs> just literally his hands and how used to the way the pad goes. Um, but I, I do hope that they, they stick with it. Because we tell, like, I love the fact that when you're getting near the em- like a, an empty clip in a gun, that it gets harder to shoot the trigger and right, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I love the the sounds of all that sort of stuff. And I hope it's just not mm-hmm. hyperbole where it sounds like it's amazing and then you play it and you're like, oh, it's sound it doesn't really make yeah. much difference i i agree and and so do microsoft apparently because they put out a survey asking their their users would you be interested in a similar sort of thing oh really yeah yeah there is um yeah I, I i you know unsurprisingly it was um pretty unanimous people saying yeah it sounds good oh right i thought you were gonna be like yeah everyone turn around like no we're fanboys we're sticking with you no we're not interested and the, the one thing that gets me with, with Microsoft is, and I didn't realize it, but they've got a deal with Duracell, uh, which is why all their pads are still AA battery operated. Um, apparently when the, um, when the original Xbox came out, in order to get more money and get advertising out there, they made a deal with Duracell. Um, you know, it's like, when you see the Duracell adverts, it's always the Microsoft pad that he's holding, the Xbox pad. You know, like the bunny now, and he's like, come on, gamepad, don't let me down. You've got to get me through the holidays and stuff. Uh, going through that, Microsoft made a deal with um, Duracell for like 10 years or 15 years or something like that. And they recently well, they renewed it towards the tail end of the, uh, the 360 days. Um, and apparently now they regret it because apparently it can like slow down the, the uh, technological advancements or something, you want to be called it, to the, the Xbox pad, which is why it's always so similar they don't really advance much to it um apart from the when they do the elites because that's the only pad that they don't have to deal with but any normal xbox pad that comes with the console or you can buy separately that's not an elite controller has to have the Duracell batteries that come with it but yeah so that's the um that, that's the, the really interesting fact about the xbox pad so i'm wondering if that's maybe why they haven't put in the likes of the haptic figures and triggers and stuff like that maybe you know it just literally just smash through the battery because if it's doing it on the PS5 pad anyway, where you've got to charge it after three to four hours, mm. I imagine if you're having double A batteries, it'll just rinse through the batteries like I don't know what. Mm. It is crazy that I, I I wasn't even aware of that because it's been so long since I've had an Xbox. Uh, yeah, I just I can't remember who who was someone I know uh, or a follower sorry on Twitter. Um, put up going um, if you want to save yourself some money to put towards making a better console or getting more consoles out why don't you replace um, these with like mm-hmm. a third part like you know like a really cheap knockoff uh, battery and put up a picture of like the, the kind of the equivalent of like Morrison's own like Walmart own batteries or something like that and then the guy came out and was like well we've actually got this deal with it's like oh well, that that's an interesting fact <laughs> Uh, yeah, Crazy. there you go. There you go. The Nerdity Podcast. You learn something new every week. Mm-hmm. But going back to old games, um, mm-hmm. me and Ash have now completed Luigi's Mansion 3. Woo! Well done. And it was bloody brilliant. I bet. It was one of those that I was like, it. it's done brilliantly because it's timed. like So it never got boring. And it never got infuriating to the stage where you're like, oh, we're traipsing through this, we've got to go through that, we've got to do that. It was just everything was fun all the way up until the end. But 
when it ended, I was like, I, I really enjoyed that. And it's been ages since it's like with you, it's like we've we always played the set games mm. that come through. So this was like a complete offshoot. We're like, oh, you know what? That, I'm going to try this with something new. Um, instead of like a 2D Mario or Lego, those like the two games that we always played. So I thought, I'll try something different. And yeah, bloody loved it. And now it's over. I'm like, oh, um, I know I've got Cyberpunk to go back to now, but I, I really enjoyed doing that one. Um, obviously, she's got like Galaxy and all the other stuff. And then we've still got the new Super Mario Brothers 2 to get through because we are shit at the 2D Super Mario when we play it together. It's just, it's so much harder <laughs> when it's it's the two of us. And it shouldn't be. It should make it a lot easier, but we are awful at it. Um, we love it and we argue like I don't know what when we play it because of sheer frustrations. Um, but it's bloody brilliant, which is why we're thinking, you know what, we could get the Super Mario Maker 2 because, it, again, it's a 2D Mario, but when the game ends, we've got a million and one other levels that we can play that other people have created. So it's still as though you're, yeah. you've got an unlimited game to get through. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I am. Have they put? Do they do much with the virtual console um, in the way of like GameCube games and like? Not GameCube at the minute, but mm. there's there's a shed ton of um, NES and SNES games. Yeah, that that are on there. That hopefully they will be bringing some GameCube games on at some point. Um, but yeah, they are they are constantly increasing. Yeah, because the only thing is. They only put like 20 games up for each originally. And then they're like, oh, here's another three. And each month that you sub for, you get like another two games or four games for the uh, for the SNES and the NES. It's not just yeah. like, you know, here's a back catalog for 400 games. Here's 400 no, games. I'd, I'd seen that. Yeah. It's 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 the same when with them. Um, they add them, but they remove them as well, though, don't they? It's like... Um... What's the one that they did for the 35 Mario 35 was only going to be for a certain amount of time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And annoyingly, we never got around to grabbing it. And I think it's oh no, it goes it in March, doesn't it? I think. Yeah, it I think it's. March. I think it got a while. I think it was like a, a year from when it got announced. I can't believe though how many games are turning 30 and stuff um, for for Nintendo now. So you got like Donkey Kong, yeah, uh, which is turning 40. Mm. Uh, I think Zelda. Um, is turn yeah. thirty. But you've got you've got to think all these well, classic franchises that that they've got all came around in similar sort of times. You know, they're all NES yeah. games originally, weren't they? And yeah, if they're just... still hanging around now, then they're going to have to be. I, I'm very very much looking forward to whatever they do with Zelda thirty five because that that is definitely going to be treated in the same way as Mario. I'm certain of it. Yes, mate, it's got to be done. Go Give me a game on, and watch next with week. uh with link to the just a game a game and watch with link to the past uh links awakening just just a couple of the classics that's what I was going to get Ash for Christmas links awakening yeah you should I know I went for the Super Mario collection instead damn it I completely yeah, forgot that, that was that well it's a birthday in May that's a lot of game though for for, for that. It is, and she's really enjoying Galaxy, to be fair. She went, I think we just spoke last week, didn't we, and said that she just jumped straight into it after going to Super Mario 64. Has she, has she played Sunshine yet? No, not yet. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do feel, I, I think I, I said it last week badly, but Sunshine and, um, and Galaxy at least look like modern games. You can tell yeah. by looking at, 
at 64 that it's an old game and oh, yeah. potentially for someone like a casual gamer like ash i can imagine that that puts a person off a bit yeah. it's just like look at the status but if you know there's nothing really they can do other than completely remaster it to make it look modern but whereas those ones you know gamecube was the was the point when stuff started to to look great i think and still look great even what what are we talking 10 years later mm. yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. do love the gamecube to be fair I, that's what i'm saying like i, I hope because there's just so many good titles on the gamecube that this virtual console needs to, to come out yeah. really you do really need to stick it on the uh store especially because like so the wii and the wii u now have just been abandoned like they really need to just put a load of decent titles on the um on the virtual store because they will make bank there's so many amazing titles on there that are now no longer playable and like yeah how, I'm, curious, how... I'm curious how easy it is to port them and i suppose if it was very easy they'd be doing it i don't i don't know i don't like to think so but it's the same as like how easy the games were to be backwards compatible for like the microsoft and stuff yeah and you can you know like jade well, empire or the yeah. original titles and stuff i, I suppose look at um the likes of, of the the mario 35 um mario all-stars 2 the um that p- people had a lot of complaints about them because they are just r- running emulators right yeah like 64 has all these little glitches that they that people have seen from running it on an emulator. People knew straight away that that's what it was. But at the same time, if that's possible, then maybe that's what they need to do. It, it can't be that difficult. No, and I'm not being. I would pay the you know the forty quid or forty five quid, but whatever it was for. That's for that. I think that's clearly the thing that holds them back. They could just go right. Here's these games. Here's hundreds of GameCube games. Here's loads of N64 games, but they know that they sort of lose their value if mm. they do that. They they want to just be able to go, right, hey, big deal, we're releasing this, uh, you know, with four versions of the game and all the sequels and everything, and it's going to cost you 40 to 50 quid. Yeah. They I know I, that they can do I, that. I would happily pay 40 quid, yeah. 45 quid for, like, a disc like we had when the GameCube came out and yeah. you bought Wind Waker and you but got Majora's Mask, Arena of Time. Yeah. And the uh, and the original Zelda's and the, yeah. sa- and the CD soundtrack. <laughs> That's it. Like it's it's almost I I find it crazy that they did that. Like that yeah. they went. All right, here's the you know the the fact the fact that I know that they re-released them years later and pay and, and charge full price for them still to get them on on 3DS to, to get um, Majora's Mask I think it is. It's still like thirty five pounds. It's still full price if you can find yeah. it, but. They just went, all right, well, here's here's Majora's Mask, here's Ocarina of Time. Oh, plus, here's the two versions of the game, the Master Quest versions of the games that you never got to play before because they were never <laughs> released over here. Here they are, for, totally for free. Here's a bunch of discs, game, do what you want with them. And we did what we wanted with them by taking them home ourselves. We did. They scanned at zero. We didn't just take them we scanned them in and sold them to ourselves we did with every game that we bought yeah. exactly. <laughs> we're like we'll have another one then please mm. <laughs> it's too much better it's not our fault that no one wants to buy game cubes no absolutely apart from you, you bought one every week 
Yeah. Very I just needed... next week, you know. But that was, it was like, right, um, I bought it like on the Saturday. And then on the Thursday, we'll be like, are we going to the pub tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, it's karaoke. Right, okay. So I'll just walk in in the morning with my GameCube and be like, can I return this on the uh, on the 10-day trade-in? <laughs> like, yeah, sound. Like, brilliant. Right, money back on that. Go to the pub. How much money have we got left? I've still got enough left to buy the GameCube yeah, back. Yeah. Right, <laughs> go back, buy the GameCube again. <laughs> just <laughs> rinse, repeat the cycle. Really brilliant. Loved it. Um, but while we're talking about awesome collections mm-hmm. of games, sir, sir, yeah. I know we've discussed this off pod because yeah. I was so freakingly excited about this. Yeah. And safe in the knowledge that I probably will never be able to afford to get this. But have you seen the limited runs collection of the Scott Pilgrim versus the world game? Yes. And yeah. I, I, I hate limited runs because they're always so good. Always so expensive, but I at the same time almost worth it. But just I could never bring myself to spend that much. I have never ever wanted a limited edition, a a limited run game more than this. And they did a Shenmue Shenmue three, like um the 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 complete edition, didn't they? Where you got the little figurines and everything. You got yeah, even that. I suppose this, the box does look awesome. This box, yeah. Oh my god! So, so they've got three. So, Scott Pilgrim versus the World is finally coming back out um, yeah. on Thursday, this yeah. Thursday, to play on PS4, Switch, PC, Xbox, um, and it's the complete edition. Um, so, it's got all the add-on packs, uh, yeah. the DLC. You get knives. You get Wallace. You get the volleyball game, no, the dodgeball. Yeah, the dodgeball yeah. and the, um, the the battle royale. Yeah. You get this was this game was out when the film came out, right? Just to for, to give people a bit of, a bit of background, and it was it's basically a uh, a sixteen bit looking two D side scrolling beat 'em up, but one of the best, if not the best, of its kind to come out in the last, I think, in the last what ten years. It's so good. I'm going to throw out so there and say it is my most favoriteest two D beat 'em up of all time. Uh, I think it far surpasses the likes of Streets of Rage and Final and the, Fight. And the Simpsons Arcade game. And the Simpsons Arcade game. That's big words there, Reg. It, it honestly is. Like, Simpsons Arcade <laughs> game was fun until you played it again on the um, on the, the PlayStation Store. I know, I know. I know. And you're like, uh, that, that's a bit of a letdown. Maybe it's so good. But this game is still phenomenal. So um, good and so hard as well. I never completed it, never finished it. Did you not? No. Not even uneasy. <laughs> All right. I don't remember whether there was difficulty levels on it, but um, I just remember, I, I don't think I ever got past maybe, wasn't even that far in. I think Lee's Palace, I think when you're fighting, um, when you're fighting, oh, what's his name? Um, Brandon Routh's character. Mm. So that's the third Evil X, so that's not very far at all. Wow. I don't know. The Todd, Todd Ingram? Todd, That's yeah. Fun. Oh, no, do you know what? I did fight Roxy, so I, I've got a bit further, but yeah, not got much further than that. But to be fair, so, it, so good. it took took me and Dave a while to beat uh, Gideon at right. the end. Like, it was a good half a night just to literally yeah. get, get past Gideon, um, but it was so worth it. Um, but now, 
now, my friend, is your time to do it because not only can you play it on your PS4 and Switch, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it is um, cross-play as well. So if For you have Vita. your PS4, I can play it on the Switch with you. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you were going to say cross, cross-play to, to like the, on the Vita or something like that because that would make my day. Oh, I don't care about that. But what no, I, I know you don't. Fact it's, I can play so Pilgrim vs. World the, the, co-op, the co-op so, is cross-platform. Yeah, so that we okay. could actually, you know, we could complete it All together. Right. I'll go with that. Be all glorious. Um, so, when this game comes out, Limited Run have announced three physical copies mm. that you can purchase. One, which is just called the Complete Edition. Yeah. Uh, and that's thirty four ninety nine, Which is uh, pretty good. Which is, which, to be fair, great. Um, because Limited Run games are always expensive because they're limited runs of yeah. the game um but the, this one's got a reversible cover um so it's got like an amazing uh, sonic adventure spin on the um on the reverse side of it but scott pilgrim doing like a hey finger click um just like the sonic adventure screen which is awesome yeah um, well that was other... that one was drawn by brian Lee o'malley as well yes um and then on the other side of it it's just got like an awesome montage of yeah. all the characters and stuff, which the like, usual sort of seven evil X's, the 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 one everyone's seen like a the movie poster for and the book cover and things like that. It looks like that. Yeah, and then for fifty four ninety nine, you have the classic edition, which comes in like a box that looks like it belongs on the Mega Drive, mm-hmm. um, and it's awesome. And not only do you have that, but it actually comes with a full color instruction booklet, which I know might sound like oh great. But this day and age, actually having a fully illustrated actual yeah. or just instruction booklet is amazing. So that's awesome. Um, you also get stickers, like a sticker sheet with art from the game. The physical soundtrack, which is by far one of the greatest soundtracks to a computer game, mm-hmm. uh, Gucci. Yeah. You also get a, um, a Clash at Demon Head uh, concert ticket. Yeah, you um, get that with every version, which is pretty good, but it's only uh, like cardboard, so it's not cool. that bad. But. <laughs> but that looks nice, and you get a um, an, like a map, which uh, like a proper full on overworld yeah. map, uh, which looks like the Super Mario World map, mm-hmm. um, which is just an awesome looking thing. But then, then Dan becomes the greatest thing I think my eyes have witnessed, and this is the KO edition. Yeah. So this is a KO yeah. for my bank account because it's one hundred thirty nine ninety nine dollars. <laughs> dollars. Which um, probably means about 120 quid. It's probably yeah, not that well. About 120 quid. <laughs> but yeah. not only does this come, obviously, with, with the game and the climate, so it comes with the actual like my Mega Drive box. So it looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, you also get what the class as a roadie collector's, hard, hard shell roadie collector's case. So yeah. it looks as though it's like a speaker case that you, you put it in, like a proper yeah. hard black, like a turntable style box, which the DJ carry around. Um, you open that up, and then the it's got like a, a panor like a diorama. That's it, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, of Sex Bobom playing on stage, yeah. um, but not just that. When you open it up, sound plays from Anna Managuchi doing the soundtrack of them playing, and the spotlights actually work mm-hmm. on it, and they turn around and light up, and it looks fucking incredible. That's so good. And you also get 
I shared a ton of other things. So yeah. you get everything I've just mentioned. Um, you also get um, yeah, the contents indicated when you access by lifting the concert stage. You get a CD and cassette soundtrack. Yeah, the cassette soundtrack. Which is awesome. Uh, guitar picks. Um, you get three of them. Uh, the but sectable band one, so one light, medium, heavy gauge. Mm. You get a um, a pin badge. You get um, high premium, high gloss foil, seven Evil Edge trading card sets. Yeah. Uh, two sticker sheets. The hardcover Scott Pilgrim versus the World strategy guide, and you also get the um, one of the most impressive things ever is drumsticks, full wooden size, uh, full size wooden drumsticks with um, Scott Pilgrim rocking out on it, and they look awesome. It does, and you know what? It's quite a good load of stuff for one hundred and forty dollars. It's actually not terrible, but it is. It's definitely out of my budget. I don't think I could bring myself to spend that much on a game, but there's a lot of cool stuff there. It's what we've, so I was sitting here chatting to Mike over it this morning, and I'm now working from home, I think, for good. Right. Um, and me and Ash were saying that we're going to get literally right above where I'm sitting now. Uh, we were going to have three shelves put up, which I was like, one of the shelves was going to be full of like all my gaming stuff, like my figures and whatnot. Right. And then two shelves dedicated to stuff that we both wanted. Uh, but she wanted a place where I could show off like my uh, Landy statue um, yeah. and like my uh, Assassin's Creed collector's ones that look pretty yeah. awesome, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And then I seen that one, I was like, oh my God, I would love that. Literally just above me right now, that Scott Pilgrim KO edition would look insane there. But I know now I've been talking about this on the pod with Ash sitting there right now. There's <laughs> no way I could be like, Oh yeah, I've seen this. This has just come out for like like Switch. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so, so now there's no chance I can actually yeah. get this. Um, and the thing is, there's also, I mean, there's loads of extra things that they're selling as well. Like you can get a Switch case, which is a reasonable price. That's only fifteen quid, fifteen dollars, Reg. Um, oh, I see, that's good. Yeah, um, you can buy loads of pin packs. So these are all fifteen dollars each, but you can get like one with. Um, one with Kim and Steve, Stephen Stills, one with Knives and Negascar, Ramona and Gideon, like all double pin packs. Um, but you can also, though, where is it? Yeah, you can buy a T-shirt or a hoodie, and the hoodie looks amazing. It's a zip-up hoodie. It's got the Bob Om, Sex Bob Om logo on the front, and on the back, it's got the uh, the cover, the game cover, and they look incredible. Thirty six ninety nine. Oh my days! I've not even been on that part of the website. No, I literally just went straight to that collector's edition because I got sent there. And yeah. I was like, oh my! And see those. I I would almost be more tempted with with those. I I would love to have like the the Anamanaguchi CD, the tape, the box, the 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 uh, Mega Drive style case, the drum set. I mean, all of that. But. That T-shirt, mate. That T-shirt yeah. is just... It's the hoodie. I love the hoodie. The hoodie looks amazing. Oh, you can get it in black as well. Awesome. Yeah. I'm not a fan yeah, of yeah. the blue, but the black, 100%, looks yeah. incredible. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> I want that. All right. Want that. Let me know if you do buy it, because um, we can maybe save on shipping if I decide I want to join you. Yeah, 100%. 100% want that. Oh, my days. How, I can't believe I've never even bothered looking at that. I wonder if that means then uh, this is going to be bad, not only for the audio on this podcast, but for my actual life itself. You know how um, I never knew they did that? I wonder if they did that for Shenmue as well. 
I don't remember seeing anything about that. In fact, you know what? No, because insert coin have the um the thing right, for right. Shenmue, yeah. don't they? So and annoyingly, I went on the other day just to see if you could get um I was looking at my old Facebook memories that came up and I had my Jet Cola t shirt and I was like, ah, oh, I love that one. Need to find that again. And insert coin now only have the um the hoodie. They don't have the t shirt anymore, they don't have the jacket anymore, they've got nothing. They've only got the hoodie in. Oh, wow. um, and it's only in like double XL because I um I had a, a voucher code come through for um insert coin so you were going to get the hoodie for Christmas and uh, wow. you didn't have medium <laughs> so it's like ah because that would have yeah. been amazing so apologies but now you know uh, but oh, yeah there's there's lots of stuff I still want we don't have anything else apart from the soundtrack to be fair for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's not not that great. But yeah, some of that stuff for the uh, Scott Pilgrim stuff looks insanely good. It's some of the stuff they come up with is amazing. I'm I'm I've always impressed by their stuff. I'm just never rich enough to go. Yes, the thing is, though, it's just it's always just on the verge of just over. It's not like it's an insane amount over that I'm like oh, I couldn't pay that. You say that um, I'm looking at the Detroit Become Human Collector's Edition now for three hundred and fifty dollars. Um, oh, yeah, but that come with like an Android. It, yeah, an actual Android. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it comes with a statue of um, one of the characters doing something that I'm not going to mention because it would be spoilers. Um, but yeah, you get a statue uh, and a bunch of stuff. It. Let me see. Yeah, ten point six inch tall statue with an led halo light uh i mean it looks amazing and the box itself just looks great but yeah that does look pretty cool not for 350 dollars but yeah but yeah no, it's always not, good definitely not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I i do like the look of the the hoodie with the sex bob on on the front mm-hmm yeah, I think that's gonna have to be. Anyway, good. let's let's stop. Yeah, sorry, we were just <laughs> we got completely beside by that. Um, on a on a separate note, you know how there's been loads of Star Wars games and stuff coming out recently, and um, and talks of new games coming out for Star Wars. Okay. Um, Lucasfilm have now decided to completely resurrect the Lucasfilm Games brand. All right. And now, and they've done an announcement trailer. Uh, which they showed earlier on today. Uh, Does this mean the EA have lost the? I, the, I don't. The rights or no? I don't think so because they're showing still showing bits of like um, fallen order and stuff uh, that come through. But I think hopefully it just means that they're going to start appearing on like as their stamp of yes, you're allowed to have this. Right, okay. I think so to speak, but. Yeah, apparently that's happening because it's going to be coming across like the Lego Star Wars games from the look of the sizzle trailer uh, that's coming through. But yeah, it's now Lucasfilm Games is what it's been branded as. All right. Uh, LucasArts. Bring back LucasArts. Yeah, LucasArts is just so good. So many amazing point-and-click games. Yeah, I, I got most of them recently, actually, on one of the crazy January. So that's, that's what's... What I love about I I hate digital only stuff because I like having a physical item, but I love it because of how cheap some of the stuff goes. Yeah. About one pound fifty, and I got um, 
both the the Indiana Jones games. I got the Dig. I got Loom, which I never played. But I don't think I'm that interested in, but um, the Dig is <laughs> fun. Um, Sam and Max, you know, all all of them that haven't yes, had the a, good Sam and Maxes. Yeah, exactly. All of them that haven't had like a a, a a revamped version. So I've already got Day of the Tentacle and Full Throttle sitting in my in my uh, GOG nice. box. Full Throttle was insanely good. Mm. Love that game. Yeah, I never got that far with that one, but I feel like it's uh, another second coming. Yeah, oh, now, I've, now I've got a PC that I can I, I can actually play on as well, so I can actually play. Uh... See, this is the problem with Mac. It just it's it, you think that loads of the old games would be absolutely fine, but then I think the first Monkey Island works and the last one, but none of the ones in the middle. It's something strange like that, and it's quite frustrating. <laughs> Oh, weird. Yeah. Never mind, never mind. Um, so what we didn't do this week, Reg, is have our super in-depth, spoilerific talk about The Mandalorian. We did not. No, no. But it'll happen at one point, just as long as pe- everyone who's listening knows that without notice, if you are not up to date with Mandalorian, we're going to spoil everything. Yes. At some point. In the next few weeks, we'll see. And soon we'll be able to do it with the boys because we've only got two more episodes left. All right, well, you take me time with that, Reg. I, uh, yeah, I haven't had time to, to do it, so now that's finished, I reckon I'll be able to. Well, in all fairness, it's because I've um, I've not really had chance, like on dinners and stuff. Now with lockdown and stuff happening, it's not as I can be like, ah, right, take an hour out and do this. It's like entertain Oliver and play Oliver and stuff yeah. now, um, or just like have a five minute chill while work's just going mental so now that's hopefully coming to a bit of a, a standstill i can be like ah right five minutes in i even got up early this morning so i got up early this morning to be like, i'm gonna box off because i had half an hour left um of like episode six or whatever it was i was like you know watch that with the brew before i crack on with work but a new guy starting today that got a train and stuff um, and i'm just gonna gonna enjoy that and i got up and oliver was like oh you're dad Awesome. Let's go downstairs and play. I'm like, damn it. I just want to watch the boys. <laughs> so, oh, also, I was, I was playing um, Turtles with Oliver uh, the other day, and he said, Mikey. So wow. I was like, yes, that that's, that's just all sorts of awesome. I'm very happy with that. And now when he's got, uh, he's got Leo, Donnie, and two Mikeys. He's got like a big Mikey and a normal size Mikey uh, to play. So I just need to get him a raff. And then he's got the, the full set. Um, but you go like, who's your favourite? And he points to Mikey and he's like buzzing off the fact that he knows that Mikey's my favourite. So he's just like, yeah, Mikey's my favourite. And every time now we go to watch the turtles on the telly, he'll laugh when Mikey's on and like point to his turtle and stuff. I'm like, yes, that's amazing. You know, um, you'll, you will know when he's going to be in a mood with you in the future because he will... It'll it'll be a raft, man. Oh yeah, I'm gonna show the dad show me. So I'm gonna tell him how much I hate Michelangelo because that'll really hurt him. <laughs> and weirdly, maybe years and years and years back for Christmas, off Rich, I got a guile figure. Right. <laughs> um. Well, it it was on my desk for I don't even know why. I think we cleared out one of my my bags or something, and it was. It was in the bag, so I was like, oh, I'll stick it on my work desk, make it a bit more like my work desk and work. 
Um, and Oliver seen it and was like, I don't want to play with that. So he kept on like going like, oh, this is Guile. And like, oh, Guile going to play with the turtles and stuff. And then he, in his version, was like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, he said Guile. <laughs> so so he's also now said Guile. So he said Guile and Mikey, but he can't say many other things. <laughs> but he can say the most important words. Can't say Shemu yet, but he's getting there. Just Most keep people can't say Shenmue, let's face it. No, that's very true. So, if I start saying Shenmue and he points to the picture of the killer whale, I'm going to hurt. But, yeah, so... Dave, um, this is, I'm going to mention this really, really quickly and not go any more in-depth with it, but, um, you know, you know Love Live, the anime series about, um, yes. about school idol groups? So, they've announced the next... Um, series that they're doing and, and it's another a whole new set of characters but one of the characters is called ren hazuki really yeah <laughs> for everyone at home going great yeah ren is a character in shenmu rio's surname is hazuki and ren and rio uh you know kind of Performing good friends. A, um, yeah little bromance Shimuju. there and then they have a they adopt a baby and they name it after ren who dies in a horrible um fight i don't know um and then she goes into a school in harajuku in tokyo and decides she wants to be a pop star makes sense yeah and rio her dad's sitting at home and he's just oh, always wanted her to be a big prize fighter but no she had to follow her dream and he's just really better and they don't talk and then he goes off on his next adventure, Shenmue Six, of yes. murdering the, um, <laughs> avenging the, the ability of her daughter following her dreams by. Yep. But Reg, what a soundtrack it would have! <sighs> it would be the thing the dreams are made of, Dan. Really. Anywho, right? It's been fun. It really has been fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We always like before we record. We're always like, we've got stuff to talk about. And we're like. Yeah, we, I think so. We should be, you know, we'll, we'll see. And we, we always blast past an hour. Yeah. I, I was dubious this time because I'm like, I don't think I've got anything to talk about. Well, we and then about, uh, turns out Tony Hawks and Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. There's your hour. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anywho, thank you for listening, and we will see you uh, on Friday for Nerdo D and D. Please don't listen to D and D. Yes. Right. Thanks for joining me, Reg. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. See you soon. Bye. Toodles. Bye.